the, our product is basically a cloud-based innovation management software, and it helps companies drive innovation in their organization. And in practice, that means that they use our tool to collect ideas, prioritize, and then develop those ideas and basically analyze the whole process to constantly get better and then drive more innovation in their organization. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the IMCEO podcast, and I appreciate you listening to this episode. If you've been listening this year, you know that we hit 1,600 episodes at the beginning of this year, and we're doing something a little bit different where we're repurposing our favorite episodes around certain categories, topics, or as I like to call them, business pillars that we think are going to be extremely impactful for CEOs, entrepreneurs, and business owners or what I like to call CB Nation architects who are looking to level up their organizations. This month, we are focused on innovation, disruption, women entrepreneurship, DEI, gig economy, remote economy, even the cannabis industry. Think about these industries and these disruptive technologies that really sometimes aren't as disruptive, but there's people that are just paying attention to what the market needs and they're providing that. So really think about the things that are quote unquote outside of the norm, but really help entrepreneurship to grow and fully develop. I think it's an extremely exciting time when you're talking about any type of innovation or disruption, because I think that there's so many opportunities and needs that aren't felt that are starting to be be filled by different groups, different organizations, or even different industries. So what I want you to do is sit back and enjoy this special episode of the IMCEO podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gretch from the IMCEO podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Jesse Niemann of Vima. Jesse, it's awesome to have you on the show. Thanks. It's my pleasure. No problem. Super excited to have you on. And I told you I was going to give your last name a go and I tried to do my best. So I appreciate you bearing with me. But I wanted to uh, read a little bit more about Jesse so you can hear all the awesome things that he's doing. And Jesse is a co-founder and chairman for Vima, a rapidly growing innovation management software company. As a recognized thought leader in innovation, he's written for some of the most important outlets in the field, in addition to being responsible for Vima's own growth and innovation efforts. Jesse's versatile background combining technology, business, design, and leadership has taught him to effectively look at the big picture and help his team contribute in whichever way, whichever areas they need to be focused on at any given point in time. Jesse, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Yeah, yeah. Thanks for the intro. No problem. So let's jump right in. I wanted to hear a little bit more about what I call your CEO story and what led you to start your business. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. So basically, I met my two co-founders during our computer science studies, studies at the Helsinki University of Technology, and we quickly became friends. And having done quite a lot of projects together during our studies, we really thought it would be cool to try to make a difference and start a company of our own. In the beginning, we didn't really have a specific idea in mind. We just wanted to help solve some problems with the skills we'd learned during our studies. And then we also really wanted to learn what it took to build a scalable modern software business. And then that's basically why we ended up starting the business. So that's, that's kind of how we got started and, and what motivated us in the beginning. Nice. Well, I definitely appreciate that. And it sounds like you guys had the opportunity to work together over and over again in the same study. <laughs> yeah. So you had an idea of strengths and weaknesses and things like that. 
Yeah, exactly. I think that gave us really a great starting position because we already knew each other really well. And it wasn't just that we were friends because that could have led to some unfortunate incidents that we hadn't <laughs> worked together before of that. So, so we had some practice with that and that really helped. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I wanted to, to drill a little bit deeper here, a little bit more about Vima. Can you tell us exactly what you guys are doing? Sure. So like I mentioned, or actually you mentioned in the, the bio, our product is basically a cloud-based innovation management software, and it helps companies drive innovation in their organization. And in practice, that means that they use our tool to collect ideas, prioritize, and then develop those ideas and basically analyze the whole process to constantly get better and then drive more innovation in their organization. We now have a few thousand organizations using our software all around the world, uh, ranging from startups all the way to the global Fortune 500. So that's like a, a brief story of, of where we're today as well. Nice. I, I definitely appreciate that. And I think that anytime you're, you're working in an organization, especially if you've had that organization probably longer than like two, two, two years or a year, especially with the way technology is moving, you always need to do some hacks and things to make sure that you are innovating on a regular basis. Is that what you find with a lot of the clients you, and organizations you guys are working with? Yeah, exactly. And, and the world is really moving so rapidly that there is hardly an, an industry where you don't have to innovate these days. So what we see a lot of our companies do is that they we have some kind of what we call like innovators and, and who are really driving the innovation in their industry. But we also have a lot of companies as our customers who might have fallen behind a bit in the area where they're in and they've realized that they really need to catch up and really start innovating themselves as well. So that's what we also a really a big portion of our customers is, is really in that uh, section as well. Nice. I, I definitely appreciate that because I think, and you definitely correct me if I'm wrong because I know this is definitely your space, where I feel like some people feel like you either have it or you don't. You either have that innovation muscle or you don't. But it sounds like from what you guys build and what you've studied, it's something that you can practice, you can implement. It's something that you can learn if you do it just like working out a muscle. Exactly, exactly. And, and basically how we define innovation is basically just the introduction of something new. And every company does that. It's just a matter to what degree they do that and how successfully they do that and what the impact of introducing those changes and, and building new products or uh, improving their processes, what the impact of those actions are. And so it's, it's definitely something that you can practice and, and get better at. Nice. I, I absolutely love that, and especially the definition of introducing something new, because we all have the ability to, to definitely do that if we consider ourselves innovators or even if we don't consider ourselves innovators. Yeah, exactly. I, I definitely appreciate that. So I wanted to, to drill a little bit deeper. You might have already touched on this, but I wanted to hear a little bit more about what I call your secret sauce. And this could be for you or your organization, but what do you feel sets you apart? Yeah, so if we basically look at the, the competition we have in the innovation management software field, we see basically two main categories there. So one, on the one hand, you have these pretty simple ideation tools that are really focused on collecting ideas. And that's also where we really got started from. So we built this simple but visual and highly engaging tool that you can use to collect ideas from a specific group of people. Maybe it's your customers, maybe it's your employees. But that's basically where we also started from. And while that's really good, most organizations don't really need more ideas. They just need better ways of managing those ideas and choosing the right ones to progress. So that's kind of like there are a lot of challenges with just that specific model. Then on the other side, there are these um, big enterprise vendors that build solutions for facilitating the complex R&D processes that these really big Fortune 500 companies have for developing these new complex solutions uh, for their customers as well. And what they really started to realize, like I mentioned, the world is moving so fast that there's innovation everywhere, is that that single R&D process is no longer enough to really 
drive all of their innovation needs, but they actually need to innovate across every part of their organization. They need to make their existing products better doing these incremental innovation. They need to be they need to have better and more efficient internal processes for, for improving the efficiency of their business. And then they also really need to introduce those new, new products and, and disrupt the market um, themselves before someone else does that. So there's really a wide variety of things they need to do. And there's no way that a single process um, that these traditional tools are built for can do that. So what we've done is we've realized that there is this gap between these two and we've built a really simple yet very flexible and robust tool that can be quickly and effortlessly adapted to any innovation process. And it's something that you can take into use for free online in just a couple of minutes. And you can tailor that to your specific uses and you can see that it actually drives value for you. And you don't have to like start on this year-long implementation process and commit to all of that before you actually uh, see any results. So we really wanted to make it a no-brainer for, for <laughs> companies to start using our software. Yeah, I definitely uh, appreciate that. And it's funny uh, when you you were talking about the the aspects of the the tool that you guys built have built. I'm sure people are listening and like, oh my gosh, it sounds like so much stuff to do to try to implement it in our existing products, try to come up with new products, try to innovate in the HR industry and then this industry and that industry. So it's really great that you've been able to combine all those tools and make it seamless and easy for everybody to execute on. Yeah. And that's what we also really recommend our customers to do is to start simple because you can't really do all of that at once. You have to start somewhere and you pick something that's really an urgent thing that you need to focus on right now. And you start with that and you start driving a smaller incremental innovation in that area. And then you can start building on top of that once you have that momentum and, and uh, your organization like starts, starts to develop those innovation muscles gradually. So. Yeah. Absolutely. That, that makes perfect sense. The saying goes that the best way to eat an elephant is one bite at a time. So just taking those small bites <laughs> and next thing you have eaten the entire elephant and you are an innovative company. So I, uh, I appreciate that uh, a tremendous amount. And I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask mm -hmm. you for what I call a CEO hack. And this could be an app, a book or a habit that you have, or maybe even more about your, your tool that you guys have built, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? So for me, the biggest thing definitely is just learning. So when we started, we were really just out of school and then we were really finishing our studies even at that point. So we didn't really have that much experience, even though we had worked in the industry before. But still, we were really, we didn't really have most of the skills that you really needed to build those scalable software companies. So we had to learn a lot during the first years that we were in business and that really taught us to kind of like continue that, that continuous learning process that we were used to uh, from our studies, but then kind of like build on that, that and start doing that, uh, not just regarding computer science and software engineering, but across all the different aspects of the business. So learning about all of the accounting, the marketing, the sales, uh, the organizational stuff, leadership management, and obviously innovation, which is the industry that we're in. And then like really start learning all over on all of the aspects of the business, whatever was the most urgent problem we had to learn to do that ourselves. And because we didn't really have the means to, to buy expertise or hire experts for all of those areas. So we had to learn a lot of that stuff ourselves. So that, that's something that I've really found useful. Yeah, that, that makes sense. It's funny that you, you said sometimes you study things in school, whether it be business or learning how to start a business or whatever it might be. And then mm -hmm. you get into the quote unquote real world. And then you realize that you have to do even more learning than you probably had to do <laughs> in your studies just because, like you said, technology and things are changing so rapidly. You have to actually put it into your specific business. So there's certain things that have moving parts that you have to connect from there. So it's a constant learning experience, even after school and when you are running the business 
business because there's so many different moving parts. Exactly. And, and the more you learn, the more you know that there's more to learn. So <laughs> <laughs> that's also what happens that there's so much more to learn. And, and uh, I, I guess what they say is that the, the more you learn, the less you There you go. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. So now I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO nugget. And this is a word of wisdom or piece of advice. Or if you can hop into a time machine, what would you tell your younger business self? Yeah. So as I mentioned in the beginning, we're, we're bootstraps company. So we didn't really have the means to, to really hire uh, people in the beginning. And we had to, for the couple of first years in our in business, we had to basically work part-time in another company as a day job to kind of like finance the company. And it was just the three of us in, in the business. So we really learned to, to do all of the stuff ourselves. But then when we started to build the organization and we had more customers and more traction, then what we struggled a bit was that having this engineering background and that, that basically background of doing things ourselves. We all love solving problems with that engineering background, but we tended to uh, focus a bit too much on doing that stuff ourselves um, instead of building the organization and the systems and processes for making it scalable. And we realized that fortunately really quickly, <laughs> but, but it's still something that we occasionally struggle with. And, uh, and I really can't stress the value of, of focusing on building that, those processes and building the organization and hiring the right people enough. Uh, so I think that's all, all really a big part of that. Nice. And, and so uh, I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Jesse, what does being a CEO mean to you? For me, it's basically about taking absolute ownership for your organization and basically it's success. So it's really challenging because the mindset you have to take is that all of the problems are basically your fault and you have to think about what you can do to fix those. And that's what also makes it so rewarding is that you have the ability to actually get to those problems and sort them out and, and, and try to get the organization to a, to a better place because a lot of times there are people in your that really inhibit you from doing that when you're in a larger organization and there are multiple layers of people above you. Oftentimes they have good reason for doing that <laughs> and oftentimes they might not. <laughs> so it depends. But when you're uh, leading your own company, that's basically what you really have to take is that absolute ownership for the organization. Yes, absolutely. I, I love that perspective and that definition because you have to tap into your inner engineer, so to speak, and be able to solve those problems and figure out whatever those are from an actual practical standpoint of engineering, but also from employees and making sure they're motivated and make sure you're bringing on the right people. It's all those kind of engineering kind of mindset you need to take to those aspects of your business. So I okay. uh, definitely appreciate that perspective. Yeah. And it, it might not always be problems. It's also opportunities. So how can mm -hmm. you tackle the un, un, uh, needs of, of your customers or, or the development of, of the market in general as well. But still, it's the, the same kind of like problem solving mentality for that as well. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I guess there's a saying that goes that a lot of times the biggest opportunities are dressed up as problems. So if you're able to solve mm -hmm. that, it provides a tremendous opportunity uh, for your organization or your business team members and so on and so forth. Exactly. Nice. So Jesse, I, I truly appreciate your time. Appreciate all the awesome things that you're doing and, and spending some time with us today. What I wanted to do was uh, pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And then of course, how best they can get a hold of you, find out about all the awesome things you're doing and of course, download the software. <laughs> yeah, my pleasure. So thanks for having, the, having me on the show and thanks for the opportunity. So I think if you want to learn more about Vima, then the address is vima.com. So V-I-I-M-A.com. Uh, and that's where you can also sign up for the free version of our software. So if you're interested in what we do, the best way to see what's going on is to actually sign up and test it for yourself. It doesn't cost you anything and takes just a few minutes. So 
So that's what I would recommend you to do if that's something you're interested in. And for contacting me, if you're on social media, then LinkedIn is probably the best bet. That's where I'm the, the most active. You'll find me with my name. We'll have that on the show notes <laughs> for people to, to see. And then my email is jesse at vima.com. So you can also reach out to me directly uh, with that as well. Awesome. 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 Thank you so much, Jesse. And like you mentioned, we will have those links and information in the show notes so that everybody can follow up with you. But I appreciate your time. Appreciate all the awesome things you're doing, especially in that innovation space that uh, we all are craving to be experts in. So thank you so much. And I hope you have a great rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO Gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.